KBLA Talk 1580. Good morning and God bless. I'm Dominique Dupree. The show is called First Things First. My first thing today, my first thing tomorrow, my first thing yesterday, giving thanksgiving praises, asking for blessings from God, asking for the blessings of the ancestors and the elders, and starting the journey together. The journey today is Thursday. This is what we do. We usually do our one local, our two national, international, and beyond, our three deep dive Uh, with a person or persons of interest, perhaps a hot topic. And today we are in full election mode. Uh, We got a a little, like, it's like a week and a half until the final day to vote, right? So you can vote now if you know what you're voting for, if you're clear on um, what everything is and how you uh, want to weigh in on it. But if you need a little bit more information, um, we have... KBLA1580.com has Election Information Station Hub, where you could listen to all these different podcasts. And today we are all about judges. Well, people that want to be judges. We got a lot of um, candidates for the L.A. County Superior Court uh, bench, and you can listen to them live today. Many are coming into the studio. It is Judge Arama today, so that's really what we're doing And, of course, we have time in between the beats, like right now, for you to call in if you want to weigh in on something or uh, get inspired, some fellowship, some argument, some conversation. It's all here for you at 800-920-1580, 800-920-1580. Today we will be hearing from five different candidates who are looking to be judges, the L.A. County Superior Court System. I am also excited about tomorrow. Our Freedman Friday uh, continues, and tomorrow we'll be hearing from Attorney George Fothery, who, of course, played a pivotal role in the victory around Bruce's Beach. Looking forward to what he has to say um, about this uh, progress here in California, the reparations package of bills, which is been quite a topic of conversation and some would say controversial. Also looking forward to how he sees the national landscape. And of course, always in the final hour of the Friday show. Well, not always. Sometimes I get a great 
guests that I can't resist, but most days in the final hour of our Friday, our Friedman Fridays, we do freestyle phones, unpack what we've heard, what we've learned, what we missed, uh, what made us encouraged or what made us angry. So 800 uh, uh, 800-920-1580, 800-920-1580 always is this way in because this is mo- meant to be uh, a dialogue, not a monologue. Now, when the candidates for um, the bench are on the mic, we give them their, you know, their time because we want to make sure everyone has an equal opportunity to make their case. So um, looking forward to that conversation. And uh, Monday, we are going to do call out for candidates again. Uh, we'll do that in the final hour of the show where any candidate that wants to call in and, you know, it might be a race that we haven't covered in depth, right? Um, many of the races, we will talk about it, but we won't have the time on our agenda to have every single candidate in every single city that make up LA County um, for all of the offices. So they have an invitation to call in Monday, the 26th, between eight and nine and make their voices heard. We'll give you three minutes and you can you know, talk about it, whatever's going on with you, with your campaign, you can talk about it there. And um, that will be our, I believe that will be our final one prior to um, March 5th. So I suggest that if you are in fact running for office and you want a piece of this microphone, you call Monday, 800-920-1580, 800 It's kind of chilly. Um, But it's not raining today, and it's not calling for rain. So hopefully we'll have a little bit of time to dry out um, from what has been pretty insane, uh, some of the the impacts, uh, you know, a little bit going on at my house, uh, but nothing like what a lot of people are dealing with, mudslides and, uh, you know, caved-in roofs and roads and the like. Um, So... Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. I, I just want to encourage you, though, to remember that it is um, it's election season. So that means that, you know, we have to be paying attention. And I would also encourage us, and I know, you know, it, maybe it's asking a lot, but I know the KBLA delegation is serious about um, our role as change makers, our role as... Um, you know, people that pay attention, right? It's like we have we carry water for folks in our community, and I feel like there is a lo- there are a lot of folks that do not realize that there is an election going on at all, and that is a problem. I I talked to some people about the election and some of the issues we talk about on this show, and I realize I'm gonna need to go back to laying out some of the basics because people don't track everything all the time. Um, So, you know, that's something that we, aside from making ourselves smarter, just talking with our family and friends and, hey, you know, did you know that there is, um, that there's an election happening right now? Um, Starting on the 24th of this month, um, which is in two days, 
the election centers will start to open. And when that happens, that means that if you did not register to vote, you can go and do same-day registration starting the 24th of this month. So in other words, if you're not registered to vote, it doesn't mean you have to be left out. It means that you can, in two days, you can start going to an early vote center. You can register at the vote center. And and remember, you don't have to go to your precinct anymore. You can vote anywhere, um, any vote center now. You can go vote in Palos Verdes if it makes you happy. Wherever there's an open vote center, you can go to lavote.net or you can go to the Secretary of State's um, website and you will find uh, lists of those vote centers. Or you can just see one and you're welcome to roll up at any time. You don't need an appointment. You can just go there. You can register to vote and vote on the same day, starting in two days. Um, And of course... You know, the um, (laughs) election day is coming up, like I said, in less than a week and a half. But remember, you know, there are lots of resources. If you don't know about what you want to vote on which thing, you can skip things. You don't have to complete the full ballot, but I I would love it if we didn't have to skip over things. Um, And there are resources. You can go. uh, I like Ballotpedia. Ballotpedia um, has information on many different, uh, on all of the candidates actually in propositions. You can look it up. Uh, you can go to our, uh, kbla1580.com as I've said, and you can hear podcasts of, of interviews with different people running for, uh, judge for many of the statewide and local offices, definitely district attorney. You can look at our, um, election issue survey, which is focused on public safety there's also the LA County Registrar Recorder if you want to check and make sure that your uh, that your registration is up to date. Um, you can go to um, lavote.gov. I, I was wrong. It's not .net. It used to be .net. Now it's lavote.gov, and you can go to find your election information, make sure that you're registered. But if you're not, no worries. Like I said, starting the 24th, you can walk up to any vote center. Now, I grant you, it's faster and smoother if you're already registered. You could just walk up, vote, and leave. Or you can bring your mail-in ballot and hand it to a poll worker and leave. Some people are um, wary of putting it in the mail. But if you do, you don't need a stamp. And if you want to put it in any of the drop boxes, those are secure, um, you don't need a stamp for that either, obviously. There's one right in front of the actual park. That's Lamert Park. Uh, many of them are in front of libraries and schools. They've got that um, L.A. County logo, you know, the UCLA co- colors, and the <laughs> yellow and baby blue. And those are secure drop boxes. And you are able to just deposit your ballot there whenever you want to, uh, 24-7. And they are picked up regularly. So that's a great option for you. Um, In-person voting, like I said, it starts on the 24th. And um, you can vote from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. in early voting. 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. at any vote center starting the 24th. And then, of course, on Election Day, uh, the the day is longer. You can vote at 7 o'clock in the morning all the way to 8 o'clock at night. So that should 
circumvent any work scheduling conflicts with getting your ballot in um, on Election Day, which is Tuesday, March 5th. You have from 7 a.m. That's when the polls open to 8 p.m. That's when they close. And there are more than 400 of those ballot drop boxes. I mean, one thing about California, our golden state, we make it as easy as possible to vote. This is not a voter suppression state. And you think about <clears throat> counties like uh, counties in Georgia where they have one drop box in the whole county because they want to make it harder for you to get your ballot in. Here in California, we're just the opposite of that. Thanks to, you know, our Secretary of State, Shirley Weber, thanks to the prior Secretary of State, Alex Padilla, who really have done some great work on, on the same-day voter registration, expanding access to, to voting centers so anyone can go to any voting center and in longer, a longer period of early voting. So now there's actually, aside from the mail-in ballots, which are very convenient, you can mail it back anytime you want, the actual in-person voting you have like 11 days from February 24th to March 5th. Every single day you can vote in person or you can bring in your ballot. And I want us to tell this to folks because people, you know, through through no fault of their own at times, do not um, pay attention. We've got jobs, we've got kids, we've got 99 problems. Um, but, you know, this is really important. And this is one of the small things we can do to make a difference as change makers, as members of this KBLA delegation. We can take it upon ourselves to make sure that our friends, neighbors, elders, and family members are paying attention because, well, the next senator from the state of California is on the ballot. That's very important. Uh, the district attorney for the county of Los Angeles, super important. And I would argue Proposition 1 is also pretty important. And that's just a little sampling. You've also got city council races. You've got, um, you know, statewide offices for assembly and state senate. A lot going on. So let's get ourselves fully focused uh, and ready to go. And let's be part of the solution here in terms of getting like-minded, unlikely and likely voters uh, focused on the fact that we are, it's here, it's right now. Um, it is time to get it together. And starting Saturday, you can vote in person. Perfect time to call me, 800-920-1580. I'm Dominique DePrima, and we are Unapologetically Progressive, KBLA Talk 1580. She's reclaiming her time on KBLA Talk 1580. More First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. Your ancestors' favorite radio station. Radio station. And your favorite morning show host. Let's get back to Dominique DePrima right now. Right now. Remember um, there was last year there were a number of um, women, young women, uh, models, uh, beautiful women in downtown L.A. that um, were... Um, murdered, coming up dead. Um, in this particular, in one of these um, cases, I guess has been solved. Um, a Minnesota man um, ha is under arrest for the murder of a young woman um, in downtown LA who was found inside her own refrigerator, um, beaten and, and tied up. Her name is Melissa, uh, Melissa, I think, Mooney. 
Melissa Mooney. They had found her back in September of 2023. The family hadn't heard from her. They reported her missing. They asked the LAPD to do a welfare check, and they did so, and they found her body. Um, now they have arrested a suspect. Um, they haven't given us details of how they found this guy or what happened uh, in the case. He's um, 41-year-old Magnus Daniel Humphrey, who was already on probation for federal narcotics charges, and they arrested him at home in Minnesota on an unrelated uh, case, but he will be extradited to L.A. to face murder and torture charges um, stemming from the killing of this beautiful uh, young, promising black woman in downtown Los Angeles. And so many times when it comes to black women, when we go missing, yeah, we it's it's not a priority. So I th- and I think that's starting to change because we are making it change because people are becoming aware of that gap in in concern and care and. Because of social media, also people have um, people have a lot more agency in bringing their own uh, their own voices to be heard in these kinds of cases. Really, just a terrible story, um, but try to track and update those things when we talk about them and make sure that we follow up as much as we can. Um, a candidate for school board um, has apologized for his activity on social media. Khalid um, Alalim, he's running for LA school board and apparently he's been accused of liking some posts that are considered um, anti-Semitic and pornography. Um, One was Uh, something posted by the Nation of Islam about uh, the relationship between blacks and Jews um, that he liked. Uh, And then this is back in 2022. And then I guess um, another one um, was, or a couple of them, I guess, were porn stuff and and gun-related, you know, gun posts. He he apologized. He said, I apologize for my likes on social media of graphic content. It was inappropriate. I will never do that again. Then he went on to say, I've spent my life fighting against anti-Semitism, anti-Arab hate, Islamophobia, and all forms of oppression. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know what to say about that. Um, it, it see, He's um, one of the people that wants to replace George McKenna, McKenna retiring um, from District 1. This is one of the races we have been working to cover and have not gotten a response from a lot of the candidates there. I don't know, you know, if that, how that impacts the race, um, but I would imagine the, if you want to be on the Board of Supervisors, I think it's a big, of course, all of those things are problematic, but liking Stuff that glorifies guns is going to give pause to parents that are concerned about violence on campus, mass shootings and the like. And then, of course, pornography uh, is not what we're looking for from our school 
board leaders, nor is anti-Semitism. But this is, um, you know, this is a candidate who is endorsed by the L.A. County Federation of Labor and the teachers union. So it's going there's going to be more to this story. Um, He said he says um, that there's a long, very long history of Jewish and black people backing each other and working in solidarity for justice and says he wants to continue that important work as a black man in the race. um, I'm not sure. You know, that especially with this coming so close to the election, I'm not sure that he will be able to bounce back, but maybe. Um, And I would certainly welcome him on this show to tell uh, whatever he wants to tell of his side of that story. I think it doesn't look good, though, and I hope that for all of us that are not running for office, for all of us that are doing whatever we do in our lives, it's a reminder that, you know, social media is real. If you weigh in and give an opinion on social media, it's, I know it seems like a pretend world, but it's, it is actually connected to the real world. Remember all of those Harvard students who had their offers rescinded because of things they posted on social media? Uh, it, it happens again and again and again. It's like politicians uh, you know, sending pictures <laughs> and texts. You can't, you know, and it's not just politicians. I mean, and I'm not saying it's okay that if, if you d- do certain things secretly, but what I am saying is we got to, we can't be dumb. I used to say this all the time on the front page. If, if you wouldn't do it, you know, in the middle of La Brea, you probably shouldn't do it on social media. If you wouldn't show up butt naked, you know, with your uh, with your false eyelashes in the middle of La Brea, don't do it on social media. If you wouldn't uh, go on a rant about guns, you know, in front of <laughs> in front of your colleagues or family, don't do it on social media. It's not it's not rocket science, but. I, you know, it reminds me of this, that, um, who, who did I marry? I think it's who TF did I marry? Um, it's a social media phenomenon right now. It's a story of this woman who married a guy and she, it's, I don't know, it's a lot of parts to it. It's like a 50 part series. (laughs) I haven't had a time to watch it yet, but everyone's fascinated by it. And she was talking about how this guy she married had lied to her and, of course, he's clapped back and said she's not telling the truth either now. But she was trying to keep his identity secret. She just wanted to tell her story about how she got caught up in a relationship based on lies. But the online sleuths found the guy. You know, it didn't take long, less than a week. And now his identity is out. It And that's just how it goes on the Internet. I don't care if you think you slick and your posting is, you know, Donald Trump for, you know, Daffy Duck. You, it, it's connected to an email. It's connected to a server, you know, that you're dropping hints that you don't know you're dropping. Uh, and you will be found. The, the doxing for good and doxing for evil is a real, real thing. Ask any um, one who's been through it. it it's no fun. Eight hundred nine two zero fifteen eighty. We are going to meet a candidate next 
who wants to be an L.A. County Superior Court judge. And we'll have a chance to hear why and what they have in store for us after news, traffic and sports on KBLA Talk 1580. More of First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward.